You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's never been easier to communicate with people but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. One, two, three. We're going back, baby, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. America's worst nightmare is back. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gas. Want a vocal booth in this studio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie Dottie. She like to party off Molly Bacardi, let her get naughty, a hottie up in the lobby. She style. She said, Fody Water. Who you about to be? I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, I'm paying me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the tailgate. Karen and I are back after a fun but kind of expected weekend of college football. This might be the only weekend all year where things kind of went according to plan. But Kiernan, how, how are you doing today, bud? Uh, well, started a new job on Monday, uh, having to get up much, much much earlier than working from home. Uh, so I'm a little tired, but we're, we're, we're going to get through this. I love to hear it. Uh, I know our fans are looking forward to the energy you bring every week. Oh, yeah. Peak. Peak energy. Even though I act like a crackhead on this, so I think I bring the energy. Yeah, no, I actually snort crack before each session. I'm kidding. I don't do that. Could you imagine? Uh, I, <laughs> it would be electric podcasting. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I think if you did that, and I'm not knocking your energy, but if you did that, your tolerance for cocaine would be so high. (laughs) Why? Because, like, you have energy and you bring energy, but, like, you don't have cokehead energy. You're not, like, screaming and bouncing off the walls of the entire podcast. (laughs) So if you're just doing a bump of coke before every show... And just came in with, like, the level of energy you have that I know you have because, like, I've known you for a decade now. So it would just be a very high tolerance. It'd be impressive and right, also concerning. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or take it as a compliment. But, but you know, <clears throat> go on. In this hypothetical world where Kieran yeah, does right. coke, he has a high tolerance. But, like I said, a I don't want to call it boring because there were fun storylines, but 
unexpected weekend of college football, I feel. Yeah, very much so. It's it's almost like when things go according to plan, I I feel that I know what you mean by it. It's it's almost like it's a little bit boring, you know, like yeah, it's a good game or whatever, but it's it's or games. Uh but it's it's almost like kind of disappointed that there wasn't like a massive upset or you know uh four targeting calls all of them ejected you know like it was a bit it was a bit boring i mean in in the grand scheme of things of how college football should be now when we expand the college football playoffs all of these games this weekend would have been massive upsets because that's what people are saying will happen when they expand the playoffs yeah i i think they should do it does it change your mind that the SEC commissioner is like, yes, 12 teams? Uh, yeah, it does actually. It, 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 I'm surprised by it. Like, I would go to maybe six or eight, but 12. I mean, I guess go big or go home, really. Like, it's just all the he, SEC teams get in. <laughs> yeah, he said he wants to stay at four, but if they change, he wants to go to 12. Now that is big crackhead energy. Yes, because that would be that would bring in Alabama, Michigan, already in. That would bring in Ole Miss. Uh, that's it for this year. But like, there have been years where a bunch of the teams last year, Alabama, A and M, Florida, Georgia, would all be in with twelve teams. Uh, the year before that, LSU, Georgia, Florida again, Auburn would be in. Alabama would probably get in because they'd probably bump Utah or Penn State from 10 or 11, move Auburn and Alabama up just to get Alabama in. Expansion will just bring more SEC teams in. And then, oh no, since the BCS era, SEC teams have won 20 national championships. The next closest is eight. It's almost like the SEC is just the best conference and it doesn't fucking matter how many playoff teams you have. Whoa! Make it I'm more fun. shocked. Also, uh, this was by Fox College Football tweeted this out a couple days ago. I find it hysterical. Since the BCS era, the Pac-12 has four national champions. The Big East, which hasn't existed for like a decade in football, has three. Let's go Big East to bring them back. That's appearances, by the way, not wins. My apologies. I can't read. Doesn't matter. Bring him back. I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, the Big East was so fun. And I'm I'm kind of sad that it's not the same anymore. Like, they don't have football at all. They made a comeback with basketball. But it's just... Big East, too, Electric Boogaloo just isn't as good. Yeah. Something about college football that just brings in everyone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of bringing in everyone, bringing everyone together, Brian Kelly, LSU's newest coach, is out here trying to mend the divide between the North and the South. Uh, and failing miserably. Oh, failing miserably, just like <laughs> most things he does. For those who didn't see it, I'm pretty sure everyone did. He was at an LSU basketball game earlier in the season after he was hired by LSU, doing the worst fake Southern drawl that I've ever heard in my life. 
yeah, like if you wanted to be comical about it and do like a, you know, make it a spoof, I would believe him more. But it, the fact that he attempted a genuine accent hurts. The balls on a man, though, to go into Baton Rouge, into their basketball stadium, and do a comically over-the-top Southern drawl. Oh, it would be impressive. I might gain respect for Brian Kelly. But that those are your options. You got to go very accurate, do the best su- fake Southern accent anyone's ever heard, or just go comically over-the-top. You can't half-ass it either way. Yeah. Now, some of you might be thinking, Kevin, why the hell are you guys bringing this up two, three weeks later? Well, he gave his explanation. And it's hysterical. His reasoning behind... It's not even hysterical. It's just worse. It's worse. It's also very wrong. Though, the explanation for why it was so bad was, he's from Boston, and Boston doesn't have strong accents. Which, for anybody listening, is totally false. Like... If someone speaks with a southern accent, you can go, oh, they're from the south. But it can be hard to pick which state they're right. from. If someone speaks with a Boston accent, you're like, oh. You know exactly fu- where they're from. You're from fucking Southie. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. Yeah, it's a, very, it's a very narrow geographical area. <laughs> and, and it's also not like if you're from the area, you can notice it really well. No. Anyone in the country... Kid pick up on a Boston accent. I don't even really have one, but I said wicked in college. And my friend's like, oh, Dude, you're from you're from Same thing, same like, thing happened fuck? to me. Even though that's not technically an accent, it's, it's, a, it's a colloquial saying, but yes, I, I know but, what you mean. Like, same thing I happened a, to me. Yeah, I had a small one just being from Massachusetts. My dad's from Boston. But I was dating a girl at one point who weirdly liked when I said wicked. And I'm like, is this a sexual like if it is it's mm-hmm. fine like whatever gets you going makes my life easier but is that what this is <laughs> i never got a straight answer out of her from that but i wonder why kevin it's fu- well a lot of reasons why but anyway so i just i can't get over why brian kelly thought this would go over well why in his mind he went yeah this is a valid excuse yeah if if he were to say Massachusetts, I would go, yeah, okay. I mean, that makes sense, right? You know, you couldn't tell like a, a, a you know a, a Massachusetts or anywhere outside of the Boston and maybe technically Worcester area uh, if they have an accent or not. And it you'd go, but like to state a, a, a city that very has a very distinct. Uh, accent and how they pronounce things it's just totally wrong yeah i mean massachusetts accents we do have one no one everyone from a certain area thinks they don't have an accent we do but it's not it's it's not apparent yeah it's it's not like it's a very subdued way of, of saying something and every now and again i'll even i'll even drop the r um just on occasion so just to spice things up in my vocabulary. Yeah, the same. Like, uh, Brian Kelly was born in Everett and grew up in Chelsea. So for those of you who don't know, not Boston. But that's close enough to Boston where yeah, you I will guess. be hearing the accent a lot. Yeah, fair enough. But still. 
No, I'm not arguing like whether or not he's from directly. Oh, from oh sorry, sorry. I, but the accent thing, like, yeah. how could you be from Everett and raised in Chelsea and go, oh yeah, Boston? No accents there. <laughs> he also went to St. John's Prep and pff, fuck that school. Garbage. Garbage place for garbage people. Hate it. <laughs> um, coaching other coaching news. There's rumors going around, Kiernan, that a certain Big Ten coach wants out. After finally beating Ohio State, making it to the college football playoffs, winning the Big Ten, Harbaugh wants to come back to the NFL. According to reports, both from within Michigan and the NFL. I have some thoughts on this, Kiernan. What, what do you think about Harbaugh's prospects and why he wants to go back to the NFL? Uh for I'll answer the second part first. Uh, I think he wants to go back to the NFL because he has done, he's finally succeeded in what he has been failing to do his entire tenure at Michigan is win the Big Ten title. And now that he's done that, and with icing on the cake of beating Ohio State, uh, he can happily retire uh, as a um, mediocre college football coach. Uh, in terms of prospects in the NFL, um, I don't know. Jacksonville want him? <laughs> Genuinely don't know. <laughs> He's not going back to San Francisco, I'll tell you that much. No, no, they wouldn't get rid of uh, Shanahan for him. Yeah, but God, no. I agree with you. My thought process was he kind of, he's peaked in college. Yeah. He's probably not going to beat Ohio State again. He's probably not going to win the Big Ten again. He probably won't make the cultural playoff again. Unless... I even said, unless he wants to wait for Nick Saban to retire, but even then you have to go through Ryan Day, who's a young coach. If he stays in college, he's going to be a roadblock the rest of your career. Kirby Smart in Georgia. Uh, Luke Fickle is on the rise with Cincinnati, and they're about to join the Big 12, so they'll get better recruits. I don't think John Harbaugh will ever win a, college, a national championship in college. No, I also thought he... I don't know if he ever really won. And it's Jim Harbaugh. I always say John when I'm talking about Jim. I hate both of them equally. And I hate John a little bit more. But Jim Harbaugh, I don't think he ever really wanted to coach college either. Again, I know he did before he came to the NFL. But I think if any other school but Michigan called, he would have said, no, I'm going to wait a couple of years or a year until another NFL team calls me. I, I don't think... I feel like once a coach makes the jump to the NFL and has success, they don't really want to go back to college. So are you saying he kind of got pigeonholed in Michigan? Or was that his ultimate goal is to get back to Michigan and then win a Big Ten and then say, screw it? I think I think he was okay with waiting, and then because his alma mater called, he's like, all right, fine, I'll come coach. Fair enough. And it's worked out. It has helped. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify... 
You really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And raise his stock as a coach again. Yeah. Has it? I think it has this past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those 49ers teams, through no fault of his own, I don't think, I think the GM kind of screwed them. But those teams fell off quick. And then after he left, fell off even quicker. So I think he wouldn't have gotten a very good job. He could have gotten an NFL job, but I don't think it would have been a great one. I think now, after showing he can win again, he can beat Ohio State, the biggest rival, he can make the college football playoff, I think it will help his prospects. Uh, We ran a poll on Twitter. Where will Harbaugh coach next season? I just did Michigan, Chicago, Jacksonville, and then other. 59% of people voted for Michigan. I don't... I feel like Chicago would be interesting with Harbaugh. I think that'd be a lot of fun to watch, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because he had a lot of success with Colin Kaepernick. I'm not saying the same people, the same player, but Colin Kaepernick, not a terrible thrower. At his peak, athletic guy, Justin Fields, not a terrible thrower, athletic guy. That could be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, he could make it work. And then I, I don't think he wants to go to Jacksonville. That. Yeah, that's probably fair. That's that team. He, he seems. To, he seems look good. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say he seems to like the colder weather, but sure, he was in San Francisco, so that point is moot. Yeah, he was also in uh, Stanford before that. Yeah, but he he's coaching cold for a while. He's played in the cold. I don't know. I'm excited to see where Harbaugh goes. Uh, More player movement. Shockingly, I feel like we're flying through this episode right now, Kieran, because I didn't write down anything. I just told you the topics and we're going. Fair enough. Let's do it. Uh, More surprising movement in college football. Caleb Williams has announced his intention to transfer. Uh, I don't know what Brent Venables did or said to him in his two weeks that he's been there. Uh, Caleb Williams' dad says it's wide open. They've done it the right way. No one's recruited him yet. Yeah, Lincoln Riley just spent the whole season recruiting him. Yeah, I I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear anything from any of his family or even himself that says, oh, yeah, it's wide open. I, I don't want to hear that. It's he, The minute he said, I, I have intent to transfer, right? Now, whether that was that, that's a good move for him or not, I don't know. But the minute he said that, he's going to USA. He's going with Lincoln Riley. And I don't want to hear any other schools. I don't want to hear the possibility of any other schools because it's just not happening. He's either staying in Oklahoma, which would be – Bit of a bit weird now, but he's going to USC. I I think I don't think he's staying at Oklahoma. 
honestly, uh, they've him. already, and we'll talk about this more, they've brought in Dylan Gabriel to replace him. So yeah. I think one of my favorite theories I saw people have, I think USC is probably the leader right now. Someone said he should go to South Carolina <laughs> to Spencer Rattler even more. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But I did some internet sleuthing, Kiernan. I actually looked into this. This offseason is the offseason of college girlfriends. Oh, Adrian no. Martinez's girlfriend plays soccer at Kansas State. Adrian Martinez transfers to Kansas State. Keen Slovis's girlfriend plays soccer at Pitt. Keen Slovis transfers to Pitt. Caleb Williams' girlfriend goes to UNC Chapel Hill. Could they be a sleeper in the clubhouse? They're losing Sam Howell, Mac Brown, even though UNC hasn't exactly gone the way he probably would have liked. He does have a championship pedigree to him. I wouldn't be overly shocked if Caleb Williams goes to UNC. Also, the ACC's weak. I don't expect Clemson to be able to bounce back very well, at least in the next two years. It could be wide open. It This could be a great landing spot for Williams. Or, or does Dabo Sweeney cave and get Williams from the transfer? So I want to say no. Because, but at the same time, you want to say yes. <laughs> because on National Signing Day, Dabo still went in on the transfer portal saying it was terrible. These kids are being manipulated and misled. And I just want them to break their brains for me. No one else. Yeah. And for free. I fucking hate Dabo. But also, I wouldn't be surprised because Dabo's kind of a piece of shit. He 100% would go, the transport was fucking terrible. Oh, it's so bad. Like, I hate it. I'm never going to get a guy from transport because he quit on his team. And then turn around, sign Caleb Williams, and then if they win the national championship, you go, Caleb Williams did it the right way. He's been committed to this team. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone disrespected him. No one believed in this five-star quarterback because he said the same fucking thing about Trevor Lawrence. Oh. I fucking hate that. So this is how you. This is how we extend the podcast. Just, I just bring up Dabo Sweeney in any possible conversation, and I just watch Kevin go off. I don't. I, I just look at my phone most of the time. <laughs> it is manipulating me like these college coaches are manipulating <laughs> athletes. And poor little players. <sighs> Honestly, if I were a player and I heard some of the stuff Dabo had said, like, oh. If these guys get paid, I'm retiring. Oh, I transfer Porter players. Quit on team. I would transfer immediately. That would go, no. No, Dabo, fuck you. I will go to Alabama to be a bench warmer. I'll go to Georgia to be a third string guy. I don't care. Get me away from this psychopath. That. Uh, Dabo's just the worst. Are there any coaches that you hate this much, Cannon? Um... Like, not the team, the coach in Yeah, particular. the coach. Jeez, I, I can't say I hate them, like, that much. Man, I, 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 not, not to the same extent that you do. I, 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 the closest one would be Urban Meyer, but he's, he's technically not coaching now, so I can't really say that. Also, I feel like and Urban Meyer is the easy answer because everyone hates Urban Meyer. Right, right, and I agree with you. It is the easy answer. I got, I just don't like him because he was the head of Ohio State and he did so well there. Like, but and that's more just a, you know, a Big Ten. Oh, I hate you type thing. So that doesn't doesn't really count. You have a genuine 
hatred for Davos. <laughs> yeah, he is by... I, He's I Arch Davos is number one. <laughs> I hate a lot of coaches. I've talked about how I hate John Harbaugh. I don't like Jim Harbaugh either, but I hate John Moore. I don't like Mike Tomlin. Uh, I I don't like Kirby Smart, but he's more a meme at this point. I hate Dabo, and I cannot wait until he retires. Fair enough. He's, I, yeah, but he's not going to retire for a while, is he? Unfortunately, no. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, I mean, he's, what, 50s, mid-50s? I don't know. I don't know, but also... Younger than Saban. Yeah, a lot younger than Saban. <laughs> He's 52. But also, okay. I saw something interesting. On Twitter, someone said the game's already passed him by. What do you mean? I think I've talked about this before. The landscape of college football has changed so much, and you would expect a guy like Matt Brown, like Nick Saban, a guy who's been around for a while, to drag their feet in the mud and go, "I transfer portal's terrible, NIL deals are terrible, I'm not doing anything with any players who want that stuff. But both of them have been pretty open to it. Nick Saban's been very vocal about how it's positive. Dabo refuses to adapt to the way college football has changed recently. And I, if he can't, I do think his career will be a lot shorter than Nick Saban's. Hot take. I like it. Super hot take. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the fun part where I completely forget what other topics we had. Well, apart from just talking about the the games, yeah, and then me talking about dumb shit I saw, and then me talking about fucking Adam Wheel, Jesus Christ. Go on. No, we'll go to we'll go to games first. There's a little teaser because I'm <laughs> gonna tag him in this tweet, and he's gonna hear that. And go, what the fuck, Kevin? <laughs> barely interacts with me. Probably doesn't even know I have a podcast, but it, I'm still I have thoughts on him. <laughs> I have my my reservations. Not even reservations. Like he's a very nice guy. It, it, there's there's a lot of reasons. Um, <laughs> so let let's talk about last week's games. Oh, I remember one of them now. One of the topics. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba went off in the Rose Bowl. And I picked Utah to win. Kieran picked Ohio State, but. Jackson Smith and Jigba, 15 receptions, 347 yards, three touchdowns. That might be the second greatest receiver performance I've seen in the last 15 years. I don't want to ask who's the first, so just skip what? that. Why don't you want to ask who's the first? Because it's uh, Davion Smith. It's Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, sorry. Yeah, it is, because he had... I. 12 for 215 and three touchdowns in one half. Yeah, but never mind. I'm not going to. In a more I'm important just... game in the national championship. Also, if Ezekiel Elliott can bitch that he didn't win the Heisman because Derrick Henry got 20 carries a game, I can point out that Devontae Smith's performance in one half football is more impressive than Jackson Smith and Jigba's. Kid just stopped listening. He just started picking up around him. He's like cleaning up his desk. Yeah, I just I I I do not have the energy to foot to die on that hill. So I'm just gonna let Kevin have it. Yes, I understand that Devontae Smith put up those numbers, but the talent gap last year was immense. 
I mean, it is this year as well, but like, I just, it's pointless to argue futile facts, especially when you're a, well, how much was he? 178 pounds last year? Light, light. Uh, I think it was 160. Oh, so, so he was essentially a string bean that can just outrun everyone because he's not carrying around any weight. He wasn't even the fastest guy at Alabama that last year. Even Jalen Waddle on a bum ankle was fast because that dude's one of the fastest human beings I've ever seen. Yeah, also, I will <laughs> I will give Jackson Smith and Jigba a little credit. Instead over Devontae Smith. He, well, not for the performance, for how he did the performance. I'm not. He was probably covered by cornerbacks. For a lot of that first half, Ohio State decided, hey, tough Borland, you slow white middle linebacker. Go cover the Heisman winner. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> see how we it believe goes. in you, Bob. You and can then, do it. Smitty would score a touchdown. And then like the next drive, they'd put tough Borland on him again. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Which I remember exactly that happening. And I, I, that's a good point. When you have the shittiest defender or the slowest defender on you, it's not hard to beat, to beat the guy downfield. I hope, I hope Georgia this week pulls the Ohio State tragedy and puts Jordan Davis on Jameson Williams. <laughs> I think Jordan Davis would be great in coverage. I think Kirby. <laughs> just, a little weird. Just, just the pure reach alone. <laughs> I know Kirby Smart likes to get a little weird out there. He likes calling fake <laughs> punts on fourth down that lose of the game. Like, just try it. Just try it for a couple snaps. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. No, no I, safety help over the top. He yeah. doesn't need that. No, he's he's. he's... He moves. <laughs> Two staffs covering Jameson Williams. Jordan Davis would be winded for the rest of the game. He'd be taking oxygen for the next 48 hours. <laughs> Just see that big dude with a, in a hospital bed with a bat. I know that's a horrible uh, picture of fainting, but I can just see him just having to chase Caleb Williams. <gasps> it sounds like Darth Vader. I mean, look, if, if they... They'll never do this, obviously, but if they did it, Maybe Jordan Davis could get a little coaching from John Madden. Oh, yeah. Because that man would die of exhaustion. (laughs) I would die of exhaustion trying to cover Jameson Williams. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I think any any of us would. Any of us casuals. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. <laughs> I like how you call Jordan Davis a Jordan David a casual. That's something I would do. <laughs> you idiot. I'm calling us casuals. 
And we're to also talking about Jordan Davis. So you're calling him indirectly casual. Okay. Jordan Davis, you're a casual. <laughs> Shows yeah, up on my door. Right. Would you Davis call me? Quit. The criticism was too much from this humble podcast. <laughs> he opts out. <laughs> Just says, I can't do it anymore, guys. Uh, all right. Well, any other thoughts on Jackson and Jigba Smith as I just hijacked the entire conversation about him? Um, not on him specifically, but just more on the game as a whole. That was a high-scoring game. I mean, 48-45. I was impressed by Utah. I mean, not impressed by the level of defense that was played because they gave up 45 points or 48 points or whatever. But, like, that was a, that was a low-key fun game to watch, and they were winning for like a lot of it. Uh, I mean, the score predictor was all over the place. Um, and Utah had like a, I think their highest was like a 85% win probability in like that, like right after half. I was like, could Utah pull this off? That would be awesome. Oh, that that would have been great. I'm very sad about it. Unfortunately, uh, that would be the first stupid game. last second field goal too. That annoys the hell out of me. I, I usually like those, honestly. I think they're fun. Uh, yeah, like, there's a little suspense to it. But that's wide left. The Rose Bowl, Ohio State won. I picked Utah. Kiernan picked Ohio State. I did not do well this week. Kiernan did well, which makes me sad. Buddy. Uh, Michigan, or the Peach Bowl, Pitt versus Michigan State. Michigan State won. Kiernan picked Michigan State. I picked Pitt. Uh, Kiernan, you're showing a lot of Big Ten loyalty here. What can I say? Meanwhile, I did not pick. I, trust I picked two SEC teams. And the next up, the Sugar Bowl, Baylor versus Ole Miss. We both picked Ole Miss. Baylor won. Yeah, that was sad. That I was, I was crying that whole game. Also, Dave Aranda just did not react to the Gatorade dump. Which... He didn't see it coming. It just didn't react whatsoever. It, it, it's Stone kind of cold. terrifying. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Dave Rand. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, next up, no, the on, Fiesta on. Bowl. If we're, if we're talking about, if we're talking about uh, getting stuff dumped on you, what about the uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl? <laughs> Given an immediate heads up to say about it. Oh, I my friend got really mad at me because I tweeted it, retweeted it, and put it on the tailgate in the quad Instagram story and my Instagram story. It was Netflix. Are you still watching someone's daughter? Just shade beaver getting the mayo dumped on him. That was so funny. Also, I'm glad you brought up because I had a very, very, very bad joke to make about it. So uh, we're just going to move on. No, we're just going to move on. No, no, Kevin, you can't, you can't tease us with that. The initial wording of the the initial wording of the tweet was going to be, Netflix, are you still watching? And then, like, my college girlfriend or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I figured someone's daughter was a little better. Oh, yeah, just a touch. Still gross. Uh, also, Shane Bieber got drilled in the dome by the bucket. Yes, that was so funny. Like, the, the girl's hand, like, slipped or whatever. And it just, just dumps this, like, five-gallon bucket filled with a very dense substance of Duke's mail. It was watered down. Oh, fuck off. It's still heavy. Which which is so lame, by the way. I just wish they didn't water it down. So they were standing there for like five minutes trying to dump all of it. Like they do the little shake to get it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been way better. Uh, 
Next up, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Tostitos Fiesta Bowl was a way better sponsor, by the way. I hate that PlayStation has it now. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame. Kiernan had Notre Dame. I had Oklahoma State. This is one of the two games I got right this weekend. Oklahoma State. Also, Notre Dame blew a big lead, which is very Notre Dame-like. Uh, next up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the most Notre Dame thing Notre Dame's ever done this season. <laughs> Blow big leads in the bowl games. Next up, we have the Cotton Bowl. We're moving on to the College Football Playoff semifinals. But first, we do have a quick PSA uh, about this game. I mean every single word that comes out of my mouth. When I say that Cincinnati, Ohio is the biggest dumpster fire in the world. That's a fair point. Oh, come on, Taz. It's one of the great wrestling cities. It's called the Midwest because every single thing in it is mid. Skyline Chili. Mid. Your Cincinnati Reds who haven't won a World Series since 1990. The Reds suck. And the Cincinnati Bearcats are also mid because Alabama wiped the floor with them. We both picked Alabama. I had to get one last use out of that clip because I've had it saved on my phone and I've put it on social media so many times. Uh, I'm sick of hearing it at this point. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny though. Making up a new insult, mid. That's not even. That's something that that's like been a thing for a while. Has it? I've, yes. I've literally, literally. That's the video that I I heard it. All right, Kieran's old. That's what we said. Yeah. Uh, but this game was fun to watch. I had a grand old time. The defense looked good. The offense looked good. I was excited and happy. Also, no I'm moving on. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even that annoying besides the MJF thing. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's fair. I, that's I also because the intro to this is very annoying. Oh, God, yeah. Just wait till you hear it, buddy. I'm fucking thrilled. Just thrilled. Moving on to the Orange Bowl, Georgia versus Michigan. I was wrong. Michigan is who we thought they were. They suck. Yeah. Kieran was right, though. He, he had Georgia. So, yay, Kieran, you got... Four right this week. You got four right. I got two right. That's awesome. That's that's a solid. That's a solid win. I'll take that. Um, I want to say that uh, we need to have a discussion with Cruz because the point differential for the Alabama Cincy game was exactly twenty one points. We didn't do it over under with him. What the hell? He said twenty one points is the cutoff. Does that mean? beyond or is that the cutoff see i read I, I read it as that is the cutoff so it fits worse than that like if it was 22 nope no more group of five schools no more cincinnati or but because it's 21 or lower okay all right i'll take it i'll take it like a 92 is or like a 93 is like the cutoff for an a not an a minus so if you get a 93 you get an a okay all right that's fair enough i'll take that i'll take that logic so, I don't know. Cruz is also an enigma, so he might, <laughs> he might mean something different. The inner sanctum of my mind is an enigma. <laughs> True. But now we have the game that we've been looking forward to all year. 
Well, part we... two. <laughs> what was the first game we were looking for all year? I forget. Well, the same game. Hold on. Are oh, yeah. About the okay. Same game? Well, no, because it's... No, because I thought earlier in the year we might have said we've been, like, looking forward to this game all year. But, yes, part two of Alabama versus Georgia this year, or part two of them playing in the national championship. Uh, it's at Luke's Oil Stadium. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock Eastern time. I know so many people going, and I hate them. <laughs> I also saw someone on Twitter say Alabama fans are poor, living paycheck to paycheck. Like they're not getting hotel rooms in Cincinnati or in Indianapolis, and then his hotel is like two hours away because he tweeted out and then got bullied about it and canceled the reservation. Damn. <laughs> he was don't, like, "Oh, so, like Alabama fans are poor. Like, really, you're not saying it?" And he's like, "No, I'm not spending five hundred dollars in a hotel room." <laughs> Which you can't do that. Does that make him mid? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't Am know. I using that like a boomer now? <laughs> yes, you kind of are. Uh, Kiernan has ruined mid for everyone. Alert the presses. Mid is no longer a thing. Kiernan, Kiernan is a boomer. Uh, but Alabama, Georgia, part two, electric boogaloo. That's the second time I've said that this show. Georgia's a minus three with an over under of 52. Kiernan, who are you rolling with? In the national championship game. Bama. The over-under for the Georgia... I don't care, Apple Watch. I know what the over-under is. Kiernan is rolling with the tide. I am honestly surprised he didn't just say Georgia to fuck with me. Because I... Kevin, let me, let, me, let me tell you something. I now have an hour ride uh, from my house to my office on the train. So I have a lot of time to think and look up stuff. I wrote shit. A bunch of stuff. And Kirby Smart and Georgia itself will buckle it just when it's important. They'll make a stupid call, he'll try a stupid trick play, and he will ruin his chances, or Georgia's chances. Now, Georgia will just bundle it because they're Georgia. Uh, and to bet against Alabama or to even guess that they won't win is a pointless exercise, and it is purely just to spite Bama. Uh, I did some digging, and I have to say this. Saban has an average margin of victory, an average margin of victory of over three touchdowns. Again, sorry, excuse me, against former uh coaches you know people he worked with if you don't think that's an insane statistic to begin with like to be brought into alabama as a coach is you have to be really good at your job whether kevin agrees with me or not that's irrelevant you have to be good at least in some aspects and then to lose to the same coach that you were under knowing what he does by three touchdowns is insane. It is insane. Between Mark D'Antonio, Jimbo Fisher, Derek Dooley, Will Muschamp, Kirby Smart, Jeremy Pruitt, Jim McElwin, Billy Napier, or Napier, 
Uh, whatever. It's Lane McElwain Kiffin, and Napier. Napier. They have one win. Yeah, and that came and this year. One win that came this year. One. And they've played 13 times, if I did the, if I looked up the correct statistic or something like that. But that irrelevant of how many times they have one win. That is nuts. The only team that has been consistently challenging Alabama, at least during the CFP, is Clemson. And they're not even in the same conference. So to Clemson and Alabama have met three times. And Clemson is one up on you, unfortunately. But uh, Alabama's won, it, won the CFP five times. So, like, it's one of those things, like, to go against them is just a stupid, pointless exercise. And I'm not going to do it here on this podcast. I'm going with Bama. It should be very obvious that they're going to win. That's fair. I mean, I would like to add on to that. Uh, Nick Saban against former assistants in general, uh, not the, just the ones you mentioned. He's like 24-1, and one, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it might also be... In the CFP era, I'm seeing it's 2-2. Two and two. For, for what? Alabama versus Clemson. Alabama's one two. Clemson's one two. Oh, I might have done that wrong. I might have read the wrong line on the Wikipedia page I pulled it from. <laughs> I mean, I could also be wrong. I'm, I'm looking at Winsipedia right now. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yes, I agree with everything you just said. Um, I I'm excited. I'm rolling with Bama. I think. I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, Alabama was, like, the more desperate team last time. That's why they won. You're telling me Georgia didn't want to beat Alabama? You're telling me Georgia wasn't, didn't care? Yeah, that's a, that's a load of bullshit. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I don't either. It's, it's fucking ludicrous. I, yeah, it, that, it's so dumb. That's so dumb because at this point in the past decade and a half, right, that, uh, Saban's been, coach right because it is 15 years right this year yeah whatever if you're telling even beforehand if you don't think georgia always wants to beat alabama every time they they see them whether it be in the sec or a playoff game or whatever that is a ludicrous statement i can tell you every single team wants to beat their main rival or opponent in the uh you know in the other division of their conference every time and I don't want to hear anything about it. I don't that's want to hear also, about desperation. It's also like if you beat Alabama, that's a benchmark of a season. Yeah, it's that's something you hold on to for years to come. If yeah. Alabama beats you, that's Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> which good. is like a common saying amongst Alabama, like amongst Gumps. But it, it's true. I mean, Alabama beats you. Great. Who, who are we playing next week? We're excited about the win, but we have other things that we're worried about. Right. So, I I don't know. I, I'm excited for the game. I know you're probably not, Kiernan. I actually feel bad for Auburn fans for once. How, why do you feel bad for Auburn fans? Well, because I saw a TikTok, and it was this kid saying, hey, Alabama and Georgia are playing for the national championship. Are you excited? 
can't I just be shot? <laughs> I okay. actually, yeah, I, I, I actually saw a tweet. Uh, someone said that they're an Auburn fan rooting for Alabama. Because if Alabama wins, like, it, yeah, they won. It, like usual, it's fine. If Georgia wins, they're the most obnoxious fan base in the country, and that will suck. I and see. my main takeaway from that, and I tweeted this, my main takeaway from that is I'm not obnoxious enough on Twitter. <laughs> so I need to become more obnoxious. Yeah, you need to crank it up a bit. Uh, I'm pulling rookie numbers right now. I need to crank those up. <laughs> yeah. Need to be more obnoxious when it comes to Alabama football. The message has been received. We're ready. I'm going to be reluctantly turning on the TV at 8 p.m. and going and grabbing the stiffest drink I can and just going, here we go again, and watching all of it because I'm a psychopath who enjoys pain. Fair. Also, <laughs> uh, the fact the game's on a Monday is stupid. Uh, just make it Friday. Oh, I hate that. Just, yeah, it's... please, please. So dumb. Make it Friday night. Yeah. It'd be Viewership would go up. It'd be so much better. Speaking of obnoxious people, we're going to talk about the Four Horsemen podcast real quick. Because they're stupid. They're, they're not on the Belly Up Network, so I can say this. They're idiots. They tweeted, and they say, they say they're a clearly biased Notre Dame podcast, which is fine. If you want to very apparently be biased, I'm biased, but I'm not dumb, at least. So, they tweeted, I don't know about you, but give me a college football landscape dominated by Notre Dame, USC, Miami, Nebraska, etc. again. I'm sick of Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and the SEC. Fair. I understand that. Yeah. Alabama was a mid-tier blue blood before Saban took over. Time they fall back to that. These people are just mad also that the last two times Notre Dame has played Alabama, Notre Dame has gotten skull fucked. Uh, (laughs) Someone replied, Bama Cutter at Bama underscore Doc. Ever hear of Coach Bryant just asking? One of the greatest coaches of all time, surpassed only by Nick Saban and possibly Frank Leahy. Former Notre Dame coach, of course. Who would follow up by I know my history? No, you don't if you think Frank Leahy is a better coach than Bear Bryant. I'll give you I'll give you a point of reference, Kevin, right? I know about Bear Bryant. I barely heard the name, frankly. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the dude's name right, but I don't get how you can say, yeah, we're biased, but also be this dumb. If you want to say you've had great coaches in the past, that's fine, but you can't compare them to the two most, they're both the most winningest coach, right? Is that? They had the most, uh, Nick Saban has the most national champions championship bear Bryant has the second most okay yes yeah, so it's basically the most winningest coaches and they're both from the same school yes also <laughs> if alabama was a mid-tier blue blood in their history notre dame's not a blue blood at all they haven't won shit since 1988 <laughs> as we've talked about extensively on this podcast it's ridiculous they can't win a New Year's Six Bowl. They haven't won since 1988. It's I tweeted that, and they're like, oh, well, we, 
claim national titles. If we did it the Alabama way, we would have more. Yeah, okay, you can't claim 2012, even though you have were given a national championship by someone because you got spanked by Alabama. Go before that, 1993. Haven't won in almost 20 years an unclaimed national title. That might be semi-legitimate. People are just dumb, and I hate it. it. It annoys me, and I'm not the smartest person sometimes on Twitter, but to be that biased and that dumb in one tweet is just miraculous to me. I didn't know there were people like that. You 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 can be biased, but you can't be obnoxious, right? And that's and even that's though that's it. my new goal. Uh, yes, like I want to reach but, but, that but, but, level. Here's the difference: you're stating it outright that you're going to do this, right? So it's it's less of a concern, right? They're doing it thinking they're serious. So, like, there's a difference, right? If if you're doing, it's like, it's 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 like Brian Kelly faking the the accent either go full bore comical or try to or do the best of it as you can but half-assing it and trying to be serious is the wrong thing to do also i mean we're doing just what they want we're on a network with 74 shows get about twenty-five thousand views a month not this podcast the network as a whole and we're talking about them so it's doing Arguably, something it's our fault yeah it's my fault for bringing it up should have just left it left it there, Kevin. Probably should have. Uh, but I don't know. It's it's content. I wanted to talk about it. Uh, people are now getting blocked left and right by someone. Why did this guy block me? I didn't do anything. You voiced your opinion. <laughs> no, wait. I, I know who it is. Uh, I never mind. I I tweeted something at them that they didn't like. Apparently, they blocked me. Which actually feeds into our next point. Adam Wheel needs to stop. Go on. This man tweets. And it's picked up by ESPN. It's in a fucking Aflac commercial. He tweeted something about everyone putting a gi, which is the um, traditional Chinese outfit. Kind of like a kimono, but not. It's a little different. But there's an emoji for it, and he said, oh, all Gump should put this at the end of their name on Twitter to become Gump Verified. It's absurd. Jameson Williams put it on there. Uh, Greg Bird, our athletic director, put it on there. Alabama Athletics put it on there. Alabama Football put it on there. It It's insane. I am. This is coming strictly from a place of jealousy, but he <laughs> needs to stop. This is insane. <laughs> and also, the person who blocked me tweeted that they weren't going to do that because it's communist and communism will never take over America. First off, they clearly didn't watch Notre Dame football in the 80s. Second off, I retweeted it, a picture of Liberty Prime from the Fallout games, communism detected on American soil, lethal forces engaged, and that's why they blocked me, I guess. Isn't that... I I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm an idiot, but isn't that like the karate uniform i think that's what it is i didn't want okay, to just that's what it looks like that's so, what i'm pretty sure it is, is, is uh, i didn't i wasn't sure if there was another meaning okay. behind it so i didn't want to just say so, the karate outfit yeah no no i i, I agree with you but i'm but just i, I you didn't say up. that you said it looks like right so we're all clear no we're clear. no no racisms here um so i, <laughs> I i'm keeping just, that in by the way <laughs> oh god <laughs> 
So I looked up because I wasn't sure what you were talking about. So I looked up on on Alabama, I just typed in Alabama football and and I and I I said, oh, okay, that's what he's talking about. And then I looked at uh, the followed by the little gray wording right below it. Uh, Cruz has it on there, and that's like the top the top result there by followed by people. That's great. Yeah, it's absurd Cruz, how much on. power this one person has. Yeah. And I'm probably gonna tag about this and be like, at Kev voices his complaints about at Adam Wheel, and he's. Bro, you be like, what? What? Did, what? I don't Who care. But why? Yeah. Don't worry. It's pure jealousy and envy. Oh, a hundred percent. That's the only reason why. I, I'm also doing this just to get hate listened. So if you're like, why is this person talking shit about Adam Wheel? I'm gonna listen to this and see why, and then we get listens. Yeah, at, at minute fifty-two. Yeah. If anyone asks at what point, I'll tell them. Because we get to listen regardless. Doesn't matter if you listen to 15 seconds or an hour. We get to listen either way. <laughs> hashtag content. Hashtag sponsorships. Pretty much. So, that's the end of our show. Unless Kieran has any other points he wants to talk about. Uh, no, I'm just... It's... I, actually, I feel quite a bit like the, uh, the Auburn fan. Uh where it's, can you please just shoot me? Because I want Penn State to do well, and they will inevitably disappoint me again next season. <laughs> so we're going to go. Just like me with my parents. Ah, uh, yes, there it is. Well, my dad. My mom would have to be around to be disappointed in me. I was, anyway, okay, I was wondering. There was the anyway, uh, quick housekeeping, some notes. Uh, rest of the season's looking like pretty much. Going to do an episode next week. Uh, might take a short break, honestly. I know we just took one uh, Christmas week, but might take a short break, do some inter intermittent shows when any big news really pops up. Uh, I might have some guests that I have lined up. I'll see if Kenny can make it. If not, uh, no worries either way. We'll do the draft preview show later on. And then you won't really hear as much from us until we start doing our conference previews next season. So, Look out for the show next week. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Yeats Official. Head over to yeatsofficial.com, promo code TAILGATE for 10% off your order. They are releasing new sunglasses all the time. And every oh, single one of them expires. I'm going to out. Made a couple of dollars, make a little bit of change, never look back. You find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this Disnudio? Busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors rossy, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, laddie, daddie. She like to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, Fody Water. Well, you about to be, I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, I'm paying me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V, Northern Cali, Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 